Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Since President Joe Biden took office, the Federal Reserve has made a big push to assess exactly how climate change impacts the country's banks and financial system. Now on Wednesday, Federal Reserve Regulatory Czar Michael Barr announced a new initiative to help achieve that overarching goal. The Fed will launch a pilot exercise next year where banks will need to explain how several climate-related financial events could impact their operations. So today, we check in with Politico's Victoria Guida about the latest way the Fed hopes to assess climate change and how this pilot program fits into the Biden administration's climate agenda. It's Friday, September 9th. So, Victoria, the Fed will start requiring banks to assess how climate change might affect their long-term finances starting next year. So what exactly is the Fed planning to do? Yeah, so this is, they're calling it a pilot program because they're really only going to make the biggest banks do it. But basically, it's something called scenario analysis where They will give banks some kind of hypothetical scenario. We don't know yet exactly what that might look like because they've never done it before. But let's just say theoretically, it would be like, imagine that a third of the country is on fire or something like that. How does that affect your investments? How does that affect assets? How does that ripple through the various pieces of their books? And for now, they're going to be looking at individual banks' risks, right? Because there is also sort of this broader question of, is there any situation in which climate change could cause the financial system as a whole to have some sort of meltdown? But for right now, they're asking sort of a specific question of, for the big banks, are there scenarios that you can look at and see how they might affect your finances? Interesting. And so from the Fed's perspective, what's the purpose of these climate risk scenario analyses? Why do they want to see this done? Yeah, so there's a couple of different levels of the Fed's responsibilities here. So the Fed is a bank regulator. So one of their responsibilities is to make sure that the banks that they oversee are healthy. And the bank examiner nerdy term is safe and sound. And so because climate change is something that's evolving over time, it's something, for example, severe weather events could get more severe and more frequent over time. So what we're seeing today in terms of climate change might not be what we see in five years in climate change. And so they're sort of in the early stages of trying to find out what they can gather in terms of data so that they can come up with some sort of more specific strategy so that they can tell banks, hey, this is a good way to manage your risks when it comes to climate change. Because for now, they don't really have enough information (laughs) to be able to give banks good advice on how climate change might affect them. So this is sort of the information gathering stage. Gotcha. So still fairly early days. And how does this effort, though, starting next year, I mean, how does this fit into the broader Biden administration agenda of addressing climate change through the financial sector, which really seems to be a priority for them and is somewhat new. Right, exactly. These are independent regulators, but in many cases, these are people who were appointed by President Biden. And so, for example, the guy who's in charge of regulations at the Fed, he just got there, a guy named Michael Barr. And the reason we're talking about this this week is because he gave a speech on it this week. 
And there had been a push from some elements of the left for the Fed to be more aggressive, to say, hey, maybe don't lend to oil and gas companies or, or something like that. It's theoretically possible that a decade from now, maybe we could end up in that place, depending on how risky of an investment the fossil fuel industry becomes, as you know. But if there's any climate change agenda from financial regulators, from the administration's perspective, this is kind of where you start. And this is a politically fraught issue. We've already seen red states pushing back against incorporating climate change considerations into the financial sector. So how do you expect these upcoming moves from the Fed will be received? I'm curious both from the perspective of the financial sector. Is this something they're okay or eager to wade into? And then also from these Republican states, is this kind of another step that might rile them up? Yeah. So from the perspective of the financial sector, they are hearing from their regulators, not just in the U.S., but also around the world, particularly Europe and the U.K. Regulators have been pressing for more information from all sorts of financial companies, right? So we've been talking about banks just now, but this is particularly a big deal for insurance companies and asset managers and all of these other companies that have financial interests in either speculative assets or physical assets that are somehow or another going to be affected by climate change. And so the financial sector sort of recognizes that this is something they're going to have to do. And so they've been sort of trying to be forward leaning in and collaborative and say, hey, you know, we also want to try and figure out how this affects what we're doing. We want to try and provide data that we can provide so that they are sort of not in a position where they have regulators dragging them, kicking and screaming to do something that they're not prepared to do. As far as Republicans, Republicans have been, a lot of them have been sort of frustrated at the fact that the bank regulators have been making climate change a bigger focus. And, and part of that is because they fear what some progressives want, which is that the bank regulators are just going to say, hey, don't lend to the fossil fuel industry anymore. That's not really what we're talking about. But the extent to which they see focusing on climate change as a means to that end, they're sort of suspicious of this activity. So the Fed has been tried to be very careful in saying, look, our responsibility is specifically in making sure that this is not going to hurt banks, that this is not going to hurt the financial system. And we're not making policy to try and mitigate climate change. That's something for other agencies to do. Also, according to a report from a solar industry trade group released on Thursday, U.S. developers have struggled to obtain the materials to make solar equipment in the last three months. The report from the Solar Energy Industries Association and Wood McKenzie said that during that time period, solar developers have experienced a 10 gigawatt reduction in projected output. The group cite two reasons for the decline. First, the Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act, which went into effect in June, prohibits the importation of goods from a controversial region in China unless an importer can prove that the product was not made with forced labor. The second reason, developers already face existing supply chain constraints and expect delays into 2023 and 2024. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Norma Malichael is the podcast producer. 
Raghu Manuvalan edited the show this week. Jenny Amitz is the executive producer of audio at Politico. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back on Monday. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.